just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Packer Up, boys. It's time, baby. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, it doesn't get much better. It doesn't get much better if you're listening on the way home from work. You've been working your ass off. You know, the boss is on your back. You've been putting in the hard yucca. Reward yourself with a beer. You've earned it. Enjoy. Just, just stop thinking about all of life's worries because, you know, you're alive. You're healthy. That's a win. That's a massive win. And it's the weekend. So let go of the stresses of work. Sit back. Relax. Life is okay. You're living, breathing, and you're happy. And the sun is out. But before we get into it, Beer, Food, and Footy Festival. That is right. Bloke will be at the Beer, Food, and Footy Festival. What is it? It's at Henson Park in Marrickville. Basically, a huge day with all different food vendors, all different local independent breweries where you can go and test beer and eat food whilst watching Rugby League. Newtown Jets will be playing Manly. It is an epic day. In the show notes, you'll be able to get tickets. Uh, make sure to grab the tickets before they sell out because Henson Park, it doesn't seat a million people. Once they hit capacity, boom, no more tickets. It's such a great day. And we always talk about, you know, the nostalgia of like old school local footy. This is what it is about. Old school local footy, historic ground. Beers, food, and a bit of rugby league, bit of music. There's games and stuff. Everything is going on. It's a great, great festival. Get your tickets. Uh, what's the website? Do you got the website there? Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Yep. It's, it's just on Oztix. Yep. On Oztix. But you can, um, if you Google beer, beer, footy, and food festival, uh, all the information comes up. I'll, I'll link everything in the show notes. But yeah, I went. Uh, maybe two years ago. It's yep. just just an awesome day. It's old school footy. It is. It's it's, it's seriously like yep. Newtown Jets, Henson Park. Bit, oh, it's, it's it's a great afternoon and it, and it gets bigger and bigger each year. It gets bigger each year. So it's it's one of those things like where else can you get that kind of experience you where you get a yeah. good game of rugby league, you got all the festives around it and the food. So we'll be there. I'll be there myself, pouring bloke beer. So get down, get your tickets and let's make it the biggest one ever. Uh, don't forget bloke hoodies. They go on sale Monday, 6 p.m. We're getting a lot of good feedback, guys. So as I've said since the start, we've ordered a smaller quantity than we normally order. So limited, limited numbers. Be there at 6 p.m. because they're going to fly off the shelves. I know I know. like marketing these days is like, you know, Google marketing or numbers and stuff. But my version of marketing is every week going down to OzTag, wearing something different and mm. seeing how many people get around it. Yeah. And I wore this one the other day and everyone was like, oh, sick, mad yeah. jumper. <laughs> well, actually, even today, this morning, Webby was like, mate, like Andrew Webster, uh, mm. doing Morning Glory with Matty Johns. He was like, mate, that's your best jumper. I love that. He actually asked one. So I'll try to get Webby one. Um, but yeah, so that is 6 p.m. Monday. Uh, but let's just get straight into it, shall we? Sharks defeat the Dragons. Oh, man. Yeah. Dragons, absolutely. And what's sad about the performance is they actually started, started so well. Like, you're going, oh, wow, if they can keep this up, they genuinely could win the match. And then just completely capitulated. I think it's, what, two weeks in a row, 40-point losses, as in 40 points scored on them? Yeah, so there was 48 against the Warriors last yep. Friday, and then six days later, 52, whatever it was. Far so that's 100, that's 100 points in two weeks. Very, very tough position for the club to be in. Sharkies, I mean, they did exactly what you would hope they would do. That's why they were favourites. I mean, that's why Dragons were paying 670. And what's yeah. crazy, in that first, even that first 40, I'm sitting there going, that val like I thought that was value in yeah. 670, yeah. which kind of, it didn't prove our point because I ended up getting it tailed up. Mm. But it proved that like, you know, 670 
at least for 40 minutes, definitely wasn't the correct score. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, he's no, in the correct value. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I felt like I had a win in the first half where I'm going, yes, that's a great call value. Especially when they score in the first minute of yeah, the game. Yeah, and then I get absolutely play out in the second half and you go, oh, okay, that's why that was 6 or 70. Um, so, yeah, the Sharks beat to beat the Dragons. We'll talk about Sharkies first. I just loved Nico Hines' game. You know, he had that one little maybe poor pass to start off. I think it was to Talakai or one of the centers. And then outside of that, he was absolutely electrifying. Um, the tough thing, and the Sharkies fans will agree with this, and I hate to be a Debbie Downer. The tough thing for the Sharks is, though, is that, like, we know they can do this. Yeah, I know. We, we know they can do this. It's against the big dog sides we want to see them step up. And so thinking about what I would talk about in regards to the performance, like I don't want to be Debbie Downer, like Sharkies fans that are coming off this huge win and they start listening to the podcast and like, oh, here we go. Like negative, you want to celebrate it. So what I want to do is, is, is just put it out there. We're aware that the top eight sides, they still have, you know, struggle against them, but they did absolutely look electric, yep. electric in attack. Especially, yeah, with the ball in hand. Yeah. That, that were fantastic. So if they can sort the defense. Yeah. Like and, and even last night, like their defense wasn't amazing. Like yeah. they, they missed a couple of, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, so yeah. if they can sort their defense, though, yeah. the positive is is their attack is so unbelievable. Good. Like just the silkiness of their plays, their confidence, their timing of their runs. Like it is, it's it's similarish to when the Rabbitohs are at full flight. Yeah. It's that silky, that silky. So, uh, really, really good. I'd love to see Nico Hines. You know. He struggled against the Storm in that big pressure game. He hasn't allowed it to, like, completely derail his season. He comes back out and, you know, three try assists and a try. Three line break assists, like an incredible performance. Yeah, that that origin 10 minutes or whatever, we all know what happened. And, and then the Storm game, that's that's enough to kill someone's season. For like, sure. Like, for We've example, seen seasons like, derailed plenty of times. Bloody oath. Like, you know, I hate to bring up examples because it's so, it's so mean, but like a great player like Brett Kamali, like he threw an intercept. Yeah. And apparently he struggled to throw right to left the rest of the season. Yeah. So like just, you know, origin can really kill you. Next week when Nico played that Storm game, he had a Barry Crocker and you're thinking, oh no, but yeah, since then he's been great. Yeah. And it just shows you the mental resilience that he can, you know, all right, struggle, like had his issue in, in origin in 10 minutes out of position. Then he goes and has an issue against the storm. He has a mental resilience to go, you know, I'm still willing to throw the tough pass, yep. which is a really good trait to have. And I just got to keep reminding people, we're watching him in his second year at seven. It's easy to forget. Everyone forgets that. Yeah. Because he won Dally M, he's automatically, you know, one of the best sevens in the game. We are forgetting it's his second year at seven. We speak about it ad nauseum, ad nauseum. Every seven you speak to, you speak to Joey, Cooper Cronk, they all say, mate, I barely knew the game until I was like 28, mm. like in regards to where they, their potential. They only felt comfortable when they got to 27, 28. Yeah. Nico Hines, what, 26 now? He's 27 now, yeah. But he's, but 27 he's a late now. bloomer. That's what I was to say. Yeah. He's late bloomer. And again, only his second year in that position. Um, so, you know, when he hits his, you know, 30 years old, it is going to be scary to be able to see what he would be able to do. It, it's pretty remarkable. And, like, it probably wasn't spoken enough about how crazy it is that someone went into the most important position on the field, arguably, or one of them, and in their first year won the Dally M. It doesn't really get spoken about. It doesn't get spoken about. Like, first year at seven mm. wins a Dally M. And also his first year in first grade. like First full year. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's crazy when you think about like, it. He's this at Storm. He he still was in and out sometimes. Hey, eh, that year before he well, had like one I or mean, two games off. He took Papenhuyzen's spot in like round whatever. Mm. Played the ten games, 
or and then Paps came back and then he was moved around. around. Yeah, and he, he might. Yeah, yeah. So, so he wasn't he wasn't starting main yeah. guy. Uh, so absolutely amazing. Yeah, I just I loved hit Hines game. You know who else I just think is getting better and better and it's sneaking up on everyone? Blake Braley. Oh, he was great last night. He he is really starting to show the benefit of consistent rugby league week in, week out for the last few years. Yep, 100%. Like, what, 24 years old, probably around there? Yeah, he's pretty young. Another guy that if he keeps, you know, progressing the way he is, it's great for New South Wales. Yep. It really is. Now, I, you know, Rhys Robson's probably got the jump on everyone at the moment, but Blake Braley... Jeezy's he's been playing consistent footy for a very long time. He's been awesome. His craftiness out of dummy half is is incredible. That you know that he's got that early kick which he puts in to give the Sharks good position. That crafty play he did to put Talakai over. I was looking at the stats before. The only like knock on him, and he's obviously a small guy. Mm. He does miss tackles here and there sometimes. Mm. Against Brisbane, he missed a couple, but last night he didn't miss a single one. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say he's a bad defender though. No, like, for no. example, I, I honestly think Appy is probably. A worse defender than Blake Braley. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, Appy's a better nine. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, but yeah. so, like, it's just at nine, obviously, in a perfect world, you'd want them to miss zero tackles. Yeah. But I think when you're a guy like Blake Braley, especially now that he's starting to add on, like, the craftiness around dummy half, yeah. you can afford to, you know, if he misses three or four tackles in a game, that's okay. That's mm. not a big deal. Like, obviously, he's missing, like, bloody. How many how do you miss against the Broncos? I think it was, it was like six or something. So, so not too bad. Yeah. I, I personally have never looked at Braley's stats and gone, oh, fuck me, eight missed tackles or yeah. whatever. Now, look, I'm sure someone, a Sharky's fan, can point to a game or whatever. Yeah, it might be. It might be but I don't watch that, Blake yeah. Braley's game and think defence is a problem. Yeah, 100%. Like, so, um, and that's that's pretty incredible for a, quite a small fella. Yeah. Um, in his 100th game already, I am really excited to see his development. Again, he's just flying under the radar. He never gets spoken yeah, about. He always has been. But you have, he's, he's 100 games already. He's yeah. 100 games since debuting, barely misses any rugby league, barely injured, barely plays below a 7 out of 10. Like, you don't really see Blake Braley play a bad game. No. At the same time, do you see him play 10 out of 10 game like a Harry Grant? No, not yet. And will he ever get there? Maybe not. But the comfortable, how comfortable Braley's going to get with all this rugby league under his belt, by the time he hits 150 to 200 games... You, I think we're going to see more and more because it's been two weeks in a row now where he's had a try assist through his craftiness. Yep. Um, and I just think that he's getting more confident, getting more used to the combinations with Nico Hines. On top of that, he's with Nico Hines, one of the most dominant ball players in the competition. Mm. So a lot of the time, he's just feeding him the ball Dishing. and not deciding what to do. He's yeah. just saying, Hines, you, you take it, I step back. Mm. So once they get the balance of, and he gets the confidence to go, well, Hines, I'm not giving you a ball because I can see something. Mm then he'll get even better. Mm. Yeah, I mean he, he came through with he came through with Free Robson. I remember yeah. he in in the, like all those junior teams like Robson would be at 9 and Bradley would be at 14 or or vice versa and I don't know to me it seems like it seems like Braley's I don't think Robson's hit 100 games. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so he's he's done well to like really cuz cuz remember how he, he had to step his brother pretty much got had to leave for him yeah. for him mm. so that's a lot of pressure in itself and yeah. he's dramatically improved since then and as we said before he's so he's very complete as a hooker he's yeah. got a lot of a lot of good ab attributes so yeah he's he's awesome another bloke i want to talk about the big tommy hazelton i oh, love it is that two in two weeks two in two weeks Fuck. the big fella 
And he came on a once again massive impact. I remember I think we saw him in the trials. Yeah. And I was like, who is this big fella? Just a big bending the line constantly. Now he's not as big as Nelson Asafa Solomona, but he does play a similar role mm. where as soon as he gets on, he skittles defenders. Mm. Um and he's clearly becoming a cult hero. Uh, he really does shift momentum. I'm loving yeah. Tommy Hayes. At the moment, we obviously got more games to go. At the moment, he's in my team of the week. Yeah. Like he yeah, was, me too. He was great. Really good. There's a lot of contenders last night. The Sharks yeah. are awesome. Yeah. Um, so Tommy Hazelton, and he, he's another guy. I'm not sure how old he is, but he hasn't been playing first grade for long. No. Imagine, let's say, he, you know, two years down the track, he fills out a bit more. He is going to be a fucking good player, I reckon. Yeah. A really damaging player. He's done well as well because the Sharkies... I guess this year have been where they've been cruel the most is their front row mm. in, when it comes to injuries like Hamlin well they can't stop being injured unfortunately mm. um Toby Rudolph's injured um there's one more but I think yeah Roy, Royce Hunt yeah. was injured for a bit so he's done well to to really step in and make an impact Man, and, I, I love him yeah. I think he's fantastic no, he off the field last night the whole crowd was chanting the whole crowd was chanting his name and he was like so embarrassed about it. Who, Tommy has them? Yeah, they were chanting Tommy when he was sitting oh, on the bench. Oh, yeah, and, that's and the best. And Braden hamlin was, um was like cheating him up. Cheating him up awesome. that. That's so good. He deserves it, mate. He's oh, yeah. a fun player to watch. He rips and tears. Another bloke, you know, defensively, I think Moylan's probably always going to struggle a little bit. Yeah. But geez, he was good in attack. He was awesome. Bar out, he had a good regular he, he game. Three tries as well last yeah. night. Yeah, and he, he just had a hand in all their good stuff. Like, yeah. He was just... He just seemed very – he's obviously confident. He's been around forever. But he just seemed to step towards the game, I think, a little bit more than usual. He mm-hmm. really – rather than just being the serviceman to Hines, even though he did that as well, he – I think it just seemed like he wanted to stamp his authority on the game mm-hmm. a bit more than usual. He's, he, he's been the support player yeah. for a year or so now, whereas last night I thought it was one of his better games. I really did. Now, I know the Dragons weren't great at all in the second half. But, I mean, we can only talk about what, what's, what happened in front of us. We well, can't sit here and just go, oh, no, nah, who cares? Let's not talk about anything positive that the Sharks did because the Dragons are so poor. Yeah, but the dra- it's not like the Dragons, people have been putting 52 on the Dragons each week. Like the Dragons have been in, I know they're, they're not, I know they're probably getting worse and they're having a really bad year, but teams haven't been doing this to the Dragons all year. They, the, the Sharkies at one point this year were the best attack in the comp. And I, I agree with you with what you said before. I actually reckon the Sharks have the best, like, wing to wing like they just their slickness yeah i reckon it's it could be better than south because south are yeah. like really really slick on the left and pretty good on the right but i reckon yeah. just wing to wing the sharkies so yeah yeah they um, just got a sword defense out for sure that's it uh britain nikota nikota uh once again outstanding i think getting I was just, better and better yeah i was discussing this last night with a couple of people the dalian team of the year is there anyone even close to him and fafita when it comes to the to the back row at the moment because everyone that's been close has, has been out for a bit. I mean, he could say all of too. Preston, that's a good one. I didn't think of him too. Like, I reckon Preston might be up there. Yeah, definitely. He's been so bloody good for the Bulldogs. He's awesome. I'm trying to think. So, Nanai injured. Fafida, locker in. Lock, for, for lock Fafida locker in. Locker in. Kick, uh, kick out is obviously injured. Kolomotangi got injured. Kolomotangi got injured. Olakawatu. I think Olakawatu would be there or thereabouts yeah. because of his starting good form. Yeah. And he seems to be coming back into that form. But you're right. I mean... Nikola might genuinely be a smoky for it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other back rowers. Jordan Ricky's been solid this year, but not, yeah. not like points, more just like really good at doing defensive. Yeah, absolutely. So, and unfortunately for him, he's, yeah, he's, he's injured. Uh, who else you got? 
Yeah, that's it's a it's a great point. I'm mm. trying to think. Uh, well, oh, Papaliti from the Tigers. He's, yeah, he's been good. Bateman. Oh, Johnny Bateman. Of Johnny course. Bateman. Yeah, he's he'll probably awesome. be there. Yeah, it's probably at the moment. I'd say for feeder and Bateman, yeah. or for feeder and it's either for feeder and Bateman or for feeder and Papaliti. Yeah, because like. If you actually go and watch the games and watch how much work Papa Lee gets through, yeah, it's, crazy. it's crazy. And you know, watch how Bateman. But I wouldn't say Nick Otter is like further behind. I'd say he's probably equal to him, to yeah. be honest. Like he's been fucking good. He's been awesome. He's he's the lines he runs is wild. Wild. And his defense. <laughs> oh, like, he consistently so heavy contact. Heavy mm. contact. Um, so great stuff for the Sharkies uh, to get the win. Now the test is A A. It's about beating the top eight side, but B, about consistency. really is yeah. about – they basically want to be building towards their next top eight game so that when they arrive at that top eight game, they rip and tear and prove to themselves that they can do it. Yeah. Um, Dragons, on the other hand. Oh, unfortunately, the club is just in shambles at the moment. I, I think it's a reflection of what's going on. Mm. Like, they will, yes, they're losing games at the start of the year, but at least they're in the games. It's just – not happening for him because of all these dramas at the moment. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because you you know hindsight's a you know hindsight's easier to sit here and say what if what if this or what if that, but you wonder like, okay, I do believe it was time for them to part ways with Anthony Griffin, but would they been better served letting him see the season out for a bit of stability? Because like, who's going to want to go to the the Dragons right now? Yeah, like recruitment for them has already been tough. Imagine how it's going to be next year. Yeah. Because Ben Hunt's not going to be there next year. No. Like, let's be honest. Now, look, Gus Gould's come out and he reckons it's, it's all going to fizzle out and he's going to stay. I, I actually just, I don't think, I'd be shocked. I think that statement they put out on Monday was very, let's just push this back a couple of weeks. Yeah. Monday type well, situation. Well, especially with what Ben Hunt said. He didn't yeah. say, I'm seeing my contract no, out. he said, I'm going to focus, focus on, on the charge. game. <laughs> um, but you know what? Gus knows more about rugby league than me. Yeah, I just, true. I personally... Knowing, knowing, yeah. I mean, look, I've, you know, I thought I knew Dozer before. I thought he would never ask for a release, but mm. I, I just can't see him going. Oh no, no, I want to stay. Nah. I just can't see it. I really can't. And unfortunately, with that roster at the moment, I, not, I don't see success in the next year or two. I really don't. No. E- even with Flano there, and if he does turn it around, unbelievable, in Flano. I, I reckon he'll turn it around, but he's not going to turn it around in twelve months. That's what I mean. It's yeah. going to take at least twenty-four months for to sure. turn it around. For sure. Um, I think it's going to take. Roster cleanouts, management of the roster, everything like that. So the Dragons, yeah, just feel sorry for them. And they just like, even the press conference with the coach and that and Benny, they far out. They look dejected. As, as they, you know, that's good that you see that they can care. But that left edge defense for Dragons, like, that was really poor. Yeah. And so I don't know whether, was it wrong to put Fainai in at centre? With another, you know, Mal- Monga. I don't know if you say Monga or Malga. I think it's Monga. Monga. I, I, I Cause think. Because Polynesian, what nationality What is he? I'm not sure. Could you check I'll what Google, nationality yeah. is? Because Samo, Samo oh, sorry. Um, so you've got... Uh, oh, what, he's, what? he's Samoan. Samoan. So it would be Monga. Monga. I'm Monga. pretty sure. I, pretty I think sure. I've heard Monga. Because like Isaiah, um, Isaac... Tango. Tango. Yeah. And he's Samoan. He's Samoan. So Monga. 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 Um, so to put like a rookie winger with a fringe first grader on an edge, and I know Suli's injured, I do. Yeah, he's in cast. But surely there's other players that you could put 
together because yeah. they just looked lost. Well, the, the the most the prime example was and Sullivan inside them too. Yeah, yeah, was Sul- um, Sullivan Jesse Ramian's try where he caught the bomb and Monga and so Fengai was like didn't ha- didn't go to it because he was trying to block it yeah. and Monga thought that he was trying and there was just no communication yeah. and Raymond just went up uncontested it's There's definitely no communi- a winger's catch there because yeah. he's running towards it I know the center's closer but you're you've got the run-up mm. you've got the run-up yeah so and like with an edge of Sullivan Monga uh sorry Sullivan Fainai Monga. Monga apologies if we're saying that wrong we'll look like idiots if we are <laughs> um that's and then you got sewer I think as well on the inside super uh, super young yeah like you know, Sewer obviously, you know, he's he's established, but Sullivan, Fainai, Monga, like, I just, I look at their squad and I'm like, surely you've got like a, an older veteran centre in there, in your squad that can, mm. but maybe they don't. Maybe, maybe they're not. stuck with injury. I mean, even like, I know Jack Bird's in the forwards, but even he was injured. You can't even put him there yeah. just for a week. Like, Yeah. So maybe you've got to cut him a bit of slack that, that they had so many injuries. Yeah. Because like, just too many inexperienced players that have never played together. Yeah, absolutely. Like they yeah. played barely any rugby league together, but yeah, some of the decisions were just, I always like, you know, and I was, it's not like I'm some heroic defender like at all, but I always with the mind of like, look, if we're, if we're like, haven't played much rugby league together, let's just settle on a system and all agree that no matter what, we just do that. Even if it looks like, like for example, I would have personally, said to uh, Monga, Fainai, Sullivan, and Sua, let's just jam every play. Mm. Let's just jam every play. Like, And I know that sounds a bit crazy. It's a, Maybe it's a bit of a gamble. But at the very least, you, each player, before the play even happens, picks their man and just go, goes to him. Whereas when you haven't played together, you're making these decisions with no experience. So you you don't have time to be able to judge, like, is he jamming in? Is he not jamming in? Whereas when you've played a, a couple of years together, like for example, when I played with Darius Boyd, like I knew when Darbs was going in, like I just, I knew it. Um, and so I think with like new partnerships, especially in that situation, you just got to pick boys. When we get inside our 20 meter mark, no matter what, it's just up and jam and then cover defense. Yeah. Um, and if look, if they throw the long ball over the top or they kick, Good on them. So bad, yeah. Good on them. Whereas this, this idea of like a 50-50 of like, oh, well, let's just see how we go and like I'll go up and slide and you jam in. It just, it's a recipe for disaster as we saw mm, last I night. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit surprised that they didn't just go because it just simplifies everything. Put it, put it this way. <clears throat> even when you're, we were always taught anyway at the Broncos, inside your 10, it's up and in pretty much all the time. When they're coming out of their own end, it's up and slide because you've got meterage to work with. So, yeah, I was a little bit surprised that they weren't just picking their man and just going towards it. And pre, uh, pre-deciding pre before the play happens who their man is and then just get – because mm. that, that's hard to attack against. It really is hard to attack against. Yes, you have to throw the long ball and, yes, you might have a two-man overlap, but not easy, not as easy as a set is done. And also, if you've got team working from the inside – if you, if you, let's say you're on your line and you get up to the 10 meter line, so you get 10 meters, you give your inside men time to get across and tackle. How many times we see Queensland on the um, game one? That shoot up, yeah. like uh, there was a period where Munster tackled Isaiah Yo. Yeah. 
So that what they would do is they would shoot up and then the inside trail, because they got so much line speed, the inside trail had enough time to get to the wing. What did we see? We saw uh, we saw the um, Tualangi try saver, but who helped? Uh, one of the other players helped him, I'm pretty sure. There was, someone got across to help him anyway. Um, yeah, there was a few Tualangi try yeah, saves. So, so basically what it is is just like yeah. your, your wing, sorry, your three, two, and one, which is your seven, uh, three and two or whatever, yeah. as in seven wing uh, center Senna winger, winger, get up like as fast as they can. They pick their man. And then as soon as the ball passes the wide running forward, the lock and wide running forward just get straight in behind the line. Right. Just start straight away. So that if it does go over the top, they get to the winger before he gets to the So that's what I would have kind of suggested because that left side was just, it destroyed him, unfortunately. Mm. Felt sorry. I really did feel sorry for him there. Um, so look, I think it's just going to be a tough year for the Dragons. I don't, yeah. I don't see it uh, getting any better anytime soon. Yeah, unfortunately, me too. Um, now, sports bet tracker. Talk about one of the great friggin' oh, I love it. features. Holy, heck. yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it is so good. Sports bet tracker. Now with sports bet, you can track the progress of your same game multi with a tracker feature. There's no need to switch between uh, the apps to find stats, numbers relevant to your multi. Everything is in one place on Sportsbet app. There are also brand new markets you can track, including total player points scored and player A or B to score a try. Follow your multi the easy way with Sportsbet. New NRL, same game multi-tracker only with Sportsbet. Download the Sportsbet app today. Great, great feature. It just looks good. Like when you've got your same game multi. It's almost fun. It is because it's, like it's like a little race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you see like, and it's like a... You know, like they, it's almost like gamifying where you're seeing a bar fill up. That's it. To a degree. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, like, good. if you got, like, um, say last night, you had Heinz 10 plus points. Yeah. He scores the first or well, the second try, whatever, and then it's on six. And, just like, and then you're comparing it to if you had Ben Hunt four points. And, yeah. Oh, it's just great. It's it's so easy to, to follow and it's good. It's a great app. As always, guys, goes, as always, though, guys, gamble responsibly. Don't punt money you do not have, guys. Be smart about it. Just a little here and there. Um, you win some, but you lose more. Uh, all right, let's get into our tips. Dot Warriors dollar fifty eight, Rabbitohs two forty. Now, bit of word, bit of word coming out. Munro, a young gun, mm. is going to debut. I saw some highlights of him. Quite a tall lad. Tall and quick. Tall and quick. <laughs> um, you know, if he plays well, he'll immediately get the Latrell GI yeah. comparisons. So, um, which. I don't. I don't see. I see that as a such a compliment. Oh, bloody oath. Like I see it as such a compliment. Anyway, let, let, we'll wait to see how he plays first. Yeah, obviously, if, if he does play, because when Guru posted it, I think the team hadn't been chopped yet, and now it's it's been announced that Tass is out. So I don't know if they're gonna put a rookie winger slash fullback somewhere in the team and then put somewhere else at centre. So I'm not 100% sure if he's going to yeah, play. okay. But wasn't he named 18th man? He's still 18th man. So there's okay. a, he's every chance. Yeah, every okay. chance. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll throw him in an hour before kickoff. But mm. as it stands, I think they put... um, Did they put Tane at centre? I think they put Tane at centre mm. at the moment. So I, I don't... I'm not 100% sure, sure he's playing. But he... Like, but wasn't he going to replace Kenner? Yeah, so that that's possible as well. Yeah. But now now I'm wondering, are they now that Tass is out, yeah. are they gonna throw two new guys in there? Yeah, Maybe okay. they might. Um but I'm not hundred percent sure. But yeah, so at the start of the year destroyed Jersey Flag. Mm. He's played Cup last month. Yep. Has it been going well in Cup? According to what like what I've watched and what people say, mm. 
like a lot of people watch the the junior grades um that i speak to and they say he's just ready for it yeah wow yeah exciting um i'm going the warriors though paint a dollar 58 rabbitos 240 yep i wouldn't say value but Rabbits are every chance that's what i mean yeah. it, like well, i wouldn't go as far to say value but it's decent it's decent yeah i, I don't think i'm tipping warriors too but i don't think I think it should be closer than that. Yeah, because you've got to remember this is a this is a Rabbitohs side that the drums are beating yeah. in regards to boys. You've been really bad. Like the pressure and headlines are starting to become like other Rabbitohs yeah. gone. Yeah, and so when that starts happening, it's like a bounce back game is is about to happen. Yeah, it's just a matter of when. You're right. That that defense stuff kind of flew under the radar until mm. that Cowboys game. Now yeah. everyone's like. What the hell happened? Yeah, so, so yeah. you can't. They can't really put it this way. They, I think, for a few weeks, they could still rely on. Look how great our start of the season was. Yep. They can't rely on that anymore. Not, it's definitely not anymore. Yeah. Okay. Storm paying a dollar eighty-five. Penrith Panthers wait. two dollars. You know what's crazy? I'm actually pretty confident the Storm win this. I'm, I'm on Melbourne too. Yeah, I'm on Melbourne too. And I'm gonna. I'm sure I'm gonna live to regret those words, but without Cleary going down to Melbourne at Marvel Stadium. Melbourne have looked much, much better. They got arrested Cameron Munster coming back in the side. Yep. I think we might see a good performance from Yeah, I'm, I'm going Melbourne as well. Cleary out, you're right down there. I reckon if Cleary was in, I'd probably still go Melbourne. Just they're the top two teams at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm going Storm. I am beyond excited for Friday Night Footy tonight. Two absolute crackers. I can't wait. Uh, now Raiders, sixty three, Titans 228. I, oh, I am torn on this one. Me too. Yep. 228 for the Titans, especially the way they played last week. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. And I, Raiders are just so like, you don't know. Like yeah. they, they could get in a dogfight and lose or, or they could get in a dogfight and win by two points. Mm. You just don't know. Um, yeah. I'm, look, I'm going to stick with Raiders because it's at home. But yeah. and don't the, be, I don't think the Titans have played well away this year. Yeah. And don't be – but as I said, I'm going Raiders, but don't be surprised if this, this Titans that – Maybe we do have the new look Titans on mm. our hands. Uh, yeah, Cowboys. I'm, going, I'm going Titans, actually. Yeah, You're going to go Titans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go Raiders. Uh, Cowboys, Tigers. Cowboys $1.13, Tigers $6.05. Honestly, because they're missing Appy and Brooks, yeah, no, it's just like, yeah, no. if, it'd be one of the great wins if they win, yeah, seriously. It'd be better than their 60-point win. Seriously <laughs> unbelievable. And also, like, you don't think the Cowboys, after losing 60 points oh. to the Tigers, aren't going to be fucking fuming? Yeah. Um, so I reckon Cowboys in for a big one here. Yeah, and then obviously Cowboys need wins. Like they, they're playing really, really well, but they got they have some catching up to do to get back mm. to that top four, top eight, top four. So Broncos v the Dolphins. Broncos dollar thirty four, three twenty seven for the Dolphins. This is the value, but the three twenty seven oh, for Dolphins. Bloody Oath's value. Yeah. Wayne Bennett, he's done more with less. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he he would have been looking at this matchup for the last month with it circled, going cannot wait. What are they paying the Dolphins? Three twenty-seven. So without Walsh, without Ri with without Ricky, Ricky and without Flegler. Flegler. Wow. So there's a bit of value there, but obviously I'm picking the Broncos, but I don't agree with the dollar thirty-four, three twenty-seven. No I, chance. I know the Dolphins have lost like three in a row or whatever it is, but this is a local derby with a Wayne Bennett coach side. Oh, they always like it's like South Roosters. Doesn't matter what the form is. Mm. Have you seen as well? The, I, lo I love this. The Broncos, like media and their website, they've been calling him Redcliffe all week in all their articles. Oh, that's great. It's so funny. That's so good. I just, I love that. 
that just just building this hate rivalry. Yep. It's, it's awesome. Um, I'm tipping Broncos, but like if Dolphins win, not even a percentile of me will be shocked. Yeah, because just like. This Dolphins side, you have to remember, they nearly beat them when they had everything go against them. And that was, a few, you know, what, six, eight weeks yeah, ago. Um, so, yeah, Dolphins, that's the value for me. That's I'm, right. That was a bloody... That was, is it only the last 10 minutes? We're in that, cans, yeah. yeah. That was uh, awesome. But, yeah, I'm going Broncos, but don't be surprised with Canterbury Bulldogs versus Knights. Um, look, I just... I'm going Knights here because the Canterbury Bulldogs, unfortunately, they just decimated. Like, yeah, it's, it's been a sad year for them. Unfortunately, they just... Got so unlucky with so many mm. injuries to their roster. Um, yeah, I'm Knights as well. So I just think the Knights reason. get the job done here. Manly v. the Roosters. Really tough it's one, a tough this. one, yeah. Really tough one. I think I might have gone the Roosters. I'm not sure, but Manly at home. <sighs> this is a really tough one. I keep thinking the Roosters are going to turn it around, but Same. with each week that goes by, I go, yeah, you know what? <laughs> there's, there, there's some changes that yeah. need to be made to the Roosters, but... Oh, man. You know what? I'll stick to it. Sydney Roosters yeah. upset. Yeah. I can't, yeah. I, I don't know who should be favourites, who shouldn't. I'm going Roosters. It's only because Turbo's out. It's got nothing to do with the Roosters. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't know, though, but I'll go Roosters. All right. Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if you ever thought FOMO didn't exist anymore, you're kidding yourself. Look, I look, I love Taylor Swift. She, I think mm. she's so talented, incredible. But like, we're acting like this is her last ever performance and you will never get to see her again in your life. So many people have been staring at the ticket tech screen, hoping to get tickets. More than 4 million people have tried to get pre-sale tickets. It's an Australian record. 800,000 <laughs> were logged in and in were waiting before the pre-sale tickets went online. What I don't get with this one is that, okay, when you work on like, there's what, 21 million people in the country? Uh, 26, yeah. Okay, 26 now. Four million? Four million yeah. of them. <laughs> That's like 20% or yeah, whatever. It's, just, it's a significant amount of... That's like... Four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty. 15% yeah, of the... Yeah. It's about 15% of the country's population. <laughs> outrageous. How does that make sense? Outrageous. How does it make sense? You know how it makes sense... Maddie, yeah. there's a lot of undercover Swifties rolling around because the age demographic of eight or 13 to 30-year-old females is not 4 million people. Oh, bloody oath it's not. 100%. So, and look, maybe it is, maybe my math's terrible, but <laughs> there's a lot of undercover Swifties rolling around this country that maybe just need to get some fucking courage and admit you're a Swiftie. Well, I was one of those 4 million people. I didn't get any tickets though. I was I, I when I saw it on like Channel Nine or whatever saying like the, the tickets pre sales gone live. Yeah. I logged on for about thirty seconds yeah. and then I said, nah, this no ain't happening. I said, you know what? <laughs> I am not sitting here for the next day to get tickets for two thousand and twenty four. <laughs> I mean, geez, the world could end before then. That was funny. And I'll say sucked into all the Swifty <laughs> tickets. Yeah, you bought them, you dickheads. You were everyone on their Instagrams going, Yeah, I got Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah, well, Joke's on you. The world fucking ended. So fuck you. <laughs> um, isn't it crazy how it basically stopped the country? Like there was so many people who took off work or just couldn't work. I, don't, I won't say the name because we're not sponsored with them yet, but I was speaking to one of someone from someone we're about to go with today mm. and we're on the phone for about 15 minutes and we're both like, 
Oh yeah, we're both like in the queue for Taylor Swift tickets. Unbelievable! That's crazy. It's like a mind virus. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because it's like, okay, let's say there's a core of like, let's just say a million. Let's be Mm. fully generous Mm. and say a million people want to go to this concert in Australia. Three million people are only wanting to go because everyone else wants to go. That's so true. Yeah, it's it's impossible. There's no other way to explain it. Like a lot of these people wouldn't even know most of her songs. No, they wouldn't be able to name like, albums and stuff. 15% of the country's population. It's ridiculous. You know what? You talk, I'll try and work out the exact percentage. Yeah. Because but like, and like the thing is, she, it's not like it's her first tour here. Like she, she was here, I think, in, I think I read an article like 2018. And I don't remember all this, all this stuff happening then. It's not like she's, has she gotten bigger? Because I think Taylor Swift's been pretty big for a decade. So, it's crazy how it all started in America when, you know, people were scalping tickets and tickets it's were being- 16% of the country's population. <laughs> crazy. I'll tell you what, man, that's not bad. Yeah, not bad, yeah. Um, 16% <laughs> of the country's population was- tr- we, That might be more than the amount of the vote. It's, it's just like- it's 16%. That's crazy. It doesn't make sense because like- Again, some was, a lot of people are like, well, it'll be, it'll be boyfriends and husbands trying to get on. But it's like, yeah, but if they're trying to get on, then their missus isn't trying to get on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like what? So both couples were sitting in the line watching. That's even crazier. Yeah. If, if the missus and the dude were both sitting on their phones waiting to get tickets. Yeah. It all, it all even out. Like I'm sure there was people that had like six tabs up. But like. There was, well, they're there saying w- four million people. Yeah. But, but there also would have been like a mum trying to book tickets for four daughters or something. Yeah, so, yeah, so minus, you would so minus the it, numbers Yeah, then. it all evens out. 800,000 were logged in and waiting. That's, cra- that's crazy. 800,000 people. That's insane. That's, that's, that's 10 times what the state of origin is at Sydney. That's insane. Put it this way, it's 4.4 million people watched the NRL Grand Final at home. Yes. And it's free. It's <laughs> yes. free. Four million people are, mate, unbelievable. Look, uh, you know, put I respect never, to her though. Oh, what an incredible artist. How her, her, like these numbers would be coming in. She'd just be going, fuck, I am a big deal. Like <laughs> it is, but like the fact that she's like, what, in her 10th year, let's just say 10 years into her career. Like pop yeah. stars, it's usually two or three years. Yeah. See you later. Next one up. She's in her 10th year or 15th year. I think it's year. I think it's closer to 15. Well, like 15th year, yeah. let's say 15th year. And she's, more hot than ever in ever. regards to like popularity, yeah. not like as in looks wise. And yeah. you know, she's a pretty girl or whatever. What yeah. I'm saying is, it's like pop stars get hot yeah. and then they be, they fall off. Yeah. That's what usually happens. She's never been more hectic yeah. than she is right now. And she's 15 years deep. It's it's utterly, utterly it's like, crazy. Put it this way. What, Eminem's 20 years deep? Yeah, yeah. Just and over, he's, yeah. Not, he's not hotter than he's ever nah, been. not at all. He's like nowhere near his heights. Yeah. And that's Eminem, one yeah. of the goats. That This is how good Taylor Swift is. Yeah. Amazing. So hectic. And <coughs> like, um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, I just had it. I lost well, it. Well, before you get to it, stream NRL live and free on 9 now. Tonight we have a blockbuster. Storm versus Panthers, then Sunday Arvo, Manly versus Roosters. The biggest games and the best commentary for free. Get on and stream it now on 9 now. You get your web browser up, boom, the number 9now.com.au. It'll come up. It is so easy to use. And there's so much more content to watch, guys, than just the Rugby League. Nine now. You can also download the app. I was literally using it last night to watch the Rugby League. Um, It's super smooth. No issues. No dropouts. It is a 
fantastic app and plus the commentary it is just outstanding especially when like last night you got joey and joey Fred. and cam smith and it's cam smith yeah like are you serious oh it is heaven it is heaven so nine now best commentary the biggest games and also, if you've got the choice between watching it somewhere else and watching it online now, by watching it online now, you're actually supporting Bloke. That is legitimate because they look at the numbers and they go, you know, the Bloke community has increased our numbers by X amount. We are more than happy to do another deal with you, Kempi. And also, we'll get this talent for you, this talent for you, this talent for you. So watch it online now if you can. And it is actually an incredibly good product. Uh, also, don't forget Menulog, the code DWZ, $10 off when you spend $30 or more this week and weekend. Uh, now, segment four, Zuckerberg versus Musk. If you didn't think we were living in the dystopian future, <laughs> fucking pull your head in. This is the nail in the coffin. We're in it. We are in it, guys. Like, I know that it doesn't feel like it because it's a slow progress and humans get used to what is around them over a long period of time. But if you, like, went to sleep 20 years ago, woke up now, and you found out that the two world's most powerful billionaires were about to get in a cage <laughs> match and fight, you would say, I have just woken up in Blade Runner 2024. Oh, yeah. That's what you would say. This shit is fucking crazy, and I don't want to see it. I don't want, oh, I mean, but there's a lot of people that do want to see Look, it. No, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, guys, you're so important to the world right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do we need to see you punching the shit out of each other? Zuckerberg, you run obviously Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Like, shouldn't you be a representation of like, you know, not doing this shit? And, yeah. and like, I'm, I'm all for like, you know, uh, combat with set rules and and everything i love that but it's a bit it's a joke to the sport to a degree even though i, oh, as I, said, it's like I don't sport. mind the prize anyone can fight anyone can fight mm. but it's like surely they're in a position of such immense importance it's like does it almost look a bit comical that we're going to see these two guys that can't fight and i know mark zuckerberg trains but it is going to be embarrassing when we see them fight like yeah. genuinely embarrassing uh, like not embarrassing for their courage, like fair play to them for having the guts to step in the ring. Anyone that gets in the ring deserves respect. But like surely they've got more important things they should be focusing on than a training camp for an MMA fight. 100%. Uh, it, 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 maybe it's their sense of, you know, I'm a billionaire and I need to tick another thing off. Maybe it's like, it's like an ego. Th well, it's certainly an ego thing. But uh, yeah, look, It'll be it'll be the most watched fight of all time, I reckon. Which, but you're right, and like, it will be embarrassing because it just like it was embarrassing for me to catch that high high ball. Like I'm not a, like you know what I mean. But also they look like kids, yeah, fighting because one of them said, "Oh, don't be a, don't be a coward, don't yeah. be a cat." Yeah, and he said, "Oh, don't you call me a cat? I'll, I'll fight because you called me a cat." That's children shit. And and didn't Elon's one of the mums came in and said, "No, nah, I don't want this to happen." Mate, it's like, it's honestly playground stuff. Yeah. Because one dude said, I'll fight Elon or, or Elon said, I'll fight Zuckerberg. Now it's like, well, I can't back down now because he called me out. And they're calling each other out on their respective social yeah. media platforms as well. This is, is a dystopian future. <laughs> We're talking about two people that dictate the direction of the entire Seriously. world. Yeah. Seriously. They literally do. Their algorithms dictate the world mm. and they're about to fight over pride like surely you've pushed past a bit of ego or like okay if you want to fight why don't you do it in like a private setting yeah is in not against each other i don't know why they're fighting each other but like have a proper you know fight with just people and, and get that out of your system yeah. in, in a really private setting 
Look, in saying that, I'm always of the mind consenting adults can do whatever the hell they want. As yeah. long as it's not hurting themselves, as in not hurting anyone else, yeah. then obviously they can do whatever they want. But it's like not something that I'm like, wow, how cool they're going to fight each other. It's oh, like, oh my God. Surely no one thinks. Surely no one thinks Train wreck cool. kind of stuff. Yeah. It'll be funny. It'll be hilarious. Be funny, yeah. But a very straight, like we are, we have entered the matrix when we watch this. Like we are in this bizarro world where these people that have been so, they're so wealthy, more wealthy than any people have been ever in the history of mankind. Yeah. And they're punching on in a ring. Oh, in an octagon, sorry. Yeah. Super, super strange times. But I see why I said, Dana White wants to do it though. Oh, absolutely. Like dollars for him. But uh, you know what? I'm a scumbag like everyone else because I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Bloody hell, I'll, I'll watch, watch it. it. My principles won't stop me from watching it. <laughs> Even though, look, I'm, I'm being a bit facetious. Like, I don't really care that much. Like, I'm not mm. sitting here saying the whole world's going to end if they fight and yeah. they've got to be role models or whatever. But I like. I don't know. Is it a good look as a CEO to be calling people out over Twitter? And we just know that there's going to be trash talk back and forth. Yeah. Maybe they should both like create AIs to trash talk each other. That'd be small. Maybe they should fight in the metaverse. But yeah, they should fight. Well, no, actually that's owned by Zuckerberg. Zuck. So Elon oh, so Elon's not that. that in. No, no, no. <laughs> and it's funny because like, so I think, it's, did Elon say it? Yeah, Elon said it first, I'm pretty sure. And then yeah. Zuck replied on Instagram, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Which think is that's right. so weird. Like the fact that they're like, I'm not going to go on your platform to say it. <laughs> I know. It's you know so what I mean? Like it's this little <laughs> kid. Th- it's a, anyway, um, it's just, yeah. If you didn't think we're in a dystopian, we, we live in the dystopian future. <laughs> Billionaires fighting and we're all going to watch it. Yeah. Because we can't help ourselves. Yeah. We're all pieces of shit. We're all just pieces of shit walking around. <laughs> Slave to content. <laughs> Bloody oath for a slave to content. We are slave. And it's so like being a slave to content. It's so bizarre because like content is just storytelling. Yeah. So like think about, so when we sit there and go, okay, oh, I want to watch this movie or I want to watch that movie. And you're really keen to watch it. Think about, you know, 200,000 years ago, humans that, you know, not that less evolved than us in regards to they're essentially as intelligent. Now we've obviously over the hundreds of thousands of years, we've built our intelligence on top of the people that come before us. That's why when these people like, and I've been guilty of it too, they look at they look a thousand years ago, they, they think, oh, those people must have been way less smart than us. It's actually not the case at all. They were just as intelligent. They just didn't have history to, to his, history's knowledge yeah. the, the, like we do. So for example, in a thousand years, they'll look back at us and say, they would have been stupid, but it's like, no, it's just time has built up knowledge that we get to access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we all woke up tomorrow and we lost our memories and also we didn't have any textbooks, any USBs? Like most of us wouldn't know, you know, we're not Einstein. We wouldn't mm. find out the theory of bloody relativity or whatever equals MC squared. Like we wouldn't find, like that would take time to develop like on top of another person's knowledge. Like mm. Einstein, he he's standing on the legs of, uh, on the backs of the shoulders of people before him. And so imagine back in the day where their excitement was such and such like, you know, Bob, we'll call him Bob. Yep. He's he's the clan storyteller. So they work all day, they pick their cherries, they yeah. go out, they hunt animals. And then they're like, all right, now it's time to sit around the yeah. campfire and tell stories. Yeah, that's their, that's their Netflix. And that's why I always knew podcasting would work because – that's all this is mm. sitting around a campfire and listening to people talk. Mm. It's the oldest form of entertainment in the world and it will go on for infinite because we love that shit. It's a great point because when you're around a campfire 
and they're telling the story, you, you, you feel like you're part of that story. And then when you got, you know, say, what's another podcast? Hamish and Andy. Say you got mm. Hamish and Andy in your ear. Mm. You think you're, you're, you're a part of them. Yeah, well, you're part of the conversation. Yeah. Your mind is creating the image that it needs to create. The story, if they're good at storytelling, they can paint the picture for you. So like watching a movie, it's just a, like a, it's directors and producers and writers creating that story for you in a format that is different, but it is still just storytelling. It's just content. So like content creators back in the day, that were just people sitting around the fire. Yeah, true. They didn't get called, they didn't get bagged. Influencers, influence was Bob. <laughs> with his guitar. With his, well, not even his guitar. <laughs> he had his little bongos or something. <laughs> yeah, true. He was like, that. he had two sticks and was just playing music in front of the boys and the girls. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so weird how like that would have been their content, like mm, hearing their elders and, you know, we take all the jokes aside, hearing their elders tell yeah. the stories of, you know, the first time, like I'm not a religious guy, mm. but the first time where like, and I've always kind of been like, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Like in regards to like certain religions and, and whatnot, like it just didn't make sense to me from a very young age. I reckon, fuck, 14, 15, yeah. very, very young age. A lot of things just didn't add up. And so for my whole life, I've always been like, I, I don't, I respect it. And I do think it, it brings a lot of good to people's lives, religion and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But I don't understand how it can be believed from my perspective. The first time I ever was like, you know what? I get it. I get why we can think like that. Is we were on, we're in Queenstown and we were on this like cruise, Milford Sands or something like that. And we were cruising through this incredible like mountains and ocean and everything. And I was like, oh, now I understand why our ancestors 200,000 years ago, 100,000 years ago, worshipped the sun or worshipped the hills or worshipped animals yeah, okay. because of the awe that it, 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 it felt like this can't be real. Like this can't be something that is just here. Something amazing had to put it here because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And that was the first time where I was like, you know, we, we look at like the Aztecs or whatever, like worshiping sun gods and that. To us, it's like, oh, come on, worshiping the sun, like mm. what? But from in their perspective, yeah. without all the knowledge that we've obviously built up, like it's this huge ball in the sky mm. that whenever we see it, it keeps us warm, like trees, plants, everything grows from it. And it's just, it just seems to be in the sky when it like, all the time or whatever the moon wind water this this crazy product like this crazy uh like a chemical that can it's life it's a life giver like yeah. all of these different things so like that's when i fully was like and it was only recent that was like f four years ago where i was like wow i get it now i get why people can feel the 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 beauty of religion as I said i'm not religious myself but i understand I, that was the first time i understood the feeling of there's something greater than than me. Yeah, I I've never ever thought of it like that, and that really I like fully understand. But I've never had that thought before ever. Yeah, it's crazy. And like we look back on like there's been thousands of religions that have come and gone, but like were they that silly to believe that? No mm. way. Like think about how bizarre this world is. Yeah, no. Like we're a rock flying through space that's infinite. Think about the idea of infinity. Mm. It is fucking scary. And I promise you, I haven't thought about it the way I thought about it. If infinity, if infinity, infinity is real, let's say it's a real thing, it exists. Do you think it like, for example, if I say infinity, you go, oh yeah, that exists. But yeah. think about if it actually does like, exist. Yeah. The idea of infinity. That means that right now, 
everything that can and will or has possibly happening is happening right now. So, for example, we're having this conversation infinite times over in an infinite times different ways. One word's changed. The whole conversation's changed. A different person is sitting there. If infinity is a real thing, that means that everything that can happen is happening right now at this very second and for every second for all of time. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Well, fuck. (laughs) We'll leave it like that. I'll leave it, boys, girls. Think about that over the weekend, all right? Oh, my God. Also, there's different uh, levels of infinity as well. There's, There's like different ways you count. You can count to infinity one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mm. You can count to infinity 0.5, one, 1.5, two. You can count, to, you know, one third. Yeah. Anyway. The, so only way, the only way I can resonate with with that is is by watching Rick and Morty when there's a million or infinite dimensions. Yeah, I didn't, I haven't watched that. So you'd love that. We'll just <laughs> leave you with that, guys. That beautiful, like, look, is this a rugby league show? Maybe. <laughs> But maybe maybe rugby league needs to think more about infinity. Maybe there's a world where New South Wales don't get beaten in this series. As a matter of fact, there's infinite worlds. While we're on that, the closest I've come to deep thinking about that, and it's definitely not that deep, is I've watched a couple of Neil deGrasse Tyson docos or whatever, and just the concept of time and how, like, it's something like if, if, if we had a calendar year of, like, the entire existence, humans have been alive for, like, four seconds or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and our minds can't out. grasp that time because we, we come and go so quickly. Put it, think this is this is this is one. This is when I was quite young that this blew my mind. It's quite obvious now as you get older. Imagine a world. So obviously, light travels at I don't know three k's a second. Whatever it is, yeah. whatever it is. So like when they say like that's five light years away, that means obviously the light takes five years yeah. to get to you. So when you look up in the sky and you see a star, that star could have died a hundred years ago. Yeah, that's wild. So it doesn't actually exist, but we're looking at it. Yeah. But it actually doesn't exist. Now, take it even further. Imagine you had a telescope and you could go 2,000 or let's say 2,500 years, light years away and you could look back in on Earth, you would actually see Jesus walking around. Oh my god, that is so fucked up. It's so weird. It's so weird. That's so weird. Wow. So like, there's stars in the sky right now that we we're looking at them. Yeah. They literally don't, they don't exist, exist because light travels at the speed wow. it travels at. That is that is just so wildly fascinating. It blows my mind yeah. that you could you could see something that it's happening, but it's already happened. But it's you're right, you're watching it. Yeah. So it's real, but is it real? Crazy. Anyway, there you go, guys. I'll go and fuck myself. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.